0: this is my favorite album. 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 This is my favorite album.
1: Welcome to my favorite album with me, Andrea Cleary.
0: I'm Alan McGuire and this is my favorite album.
1: Welcome back to my favorite album. with me, Andrea Cleary. This week's guest is honestly one of the nicest people you can ever hope to meet. Alan McGuire is the host of Juvenalia, which is more of a hug than a podcast, um, which I've had the pleasure of appearing on and co-hosting many times in the past. So you can head over to their feed and check them out. If you like this podcast, you'll probably like theirs. Alan's favourite album is also one of my favourite albums. It's OK Computer by Radiohead. And this chat has been a long time coming since I almost chose this album as a topic for a Juvenalia episode years and years ago. The stars finally aligned for us and we got to gush together about this magnificent masterpiece. Just a note to say that this episode was recorded before the reports of Johnny Greenwood liking and following transphobic content on Twitter, which was obviously very, very disappointing. Alan, me and the whole team here at Tall Tales love and support the trans community. And if you don't, then you know where the door is. Anyway, here's Alan McGuire's favourite album. Alan McGuire, hello. Hey. Hi. Hello. I'm very excited to talk to you today about this album.
0: This, it feels like my entire life's been building towards this.
1: Okay. Yeah. This is kind of a divinely, um, this is a divine decision because... I remember the first time you asked me, just to make this all about me for a moment, mm-hmm. um, the first time you asked me to come on Juvenalia years ago, I want to say like 2016, 2017. That sounds
0: about right. long yeah. time ago. I yeah. came on and
1: talk about babe. But the what I was going to come on and talk about was this album, okay as a piece of pop culture that meant a lot to me as a young person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't. But this is why I feel like it was always destined that we would, yeah. Talk about this. We've
0: been circling this conversation for five years. We have. Seven years. Yeah. Six years? Yeah. Time. For a time. Yeah. So
1: please introduce your album. Your, your favorite album.
0: My favorite album is OK Computer by Radiohead.
1: And that's the right answer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've won. You've won season two. <laughs> okay, tell, t- tell me about this album. Tell me about when it were were you straight on it right away Oh
0: straight on it yeah, yeah. cuz um I got, really the, I got really into the like I got really into the Bends that summer cuz mm-hmm. my I came into 11 pounds from caddying for my father and my next-door neighbor had like three CDs wanted to sell. Yes. <laughs> I had an income of um 4 pounds per caddy session. Mm-hmm. And he was like you can have one of these CDs for 11 pounds if you want. And one of them was the Bends and I Became obsessed with it, and then literally two months later they headlined Glastonbury and it was on the BBC. Yes. And then there was all these new songs. Um and Paranoid had come out in that time as well, mm. which had, I think, reconfigured my brain in some ways. Um mm. because it came out in was 96, I think, mm-hmm. which is like Blur We're still Country House, Blur Oasis we're still Oasis. Mm. um whereas parent android was a six and a half minute rock opera with really squiggly weird noises in it yeah which it's um
1: and the whole thing was played on mtv
0: and the whole thing the weird the really weird video where they have to censor some bits of it but it was yes. this weird 2d cartoon um which was robin i think it was called was the cartoon a swedish guy and i went and bought the single of it um, which was maybe I was trying to think today, I think it was maybe like the third or fourth CD single I ever bought. Okay. It was like Song 2, Block, Rock and Beats, Monkey Wrench by the Foo Fighters and Paranoid and Android. Were like... That is That's essentially my taste. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First
1: three singles.
0: Um, and Monkey Wrench, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so when I watched them at Glastonbury then, um, on the television, I should really get that home. I wasn't at Glastonbury in mm-hmm. Um I hadn't gotten the album yet, but all those songs were it was my first time hearing them but they were incredible that, like the version of Karma Police there the version of No Surprises there so much I so saw that when I eventually got the album I didn't listen to it for a while because they weren't as good as the Glastonbury versions okay. there was weird extra production on them that was putting me off and stuff but it came at the exact right time where I needed that it, I needed some kind of direction to base my taste around for those like three years between like mm. third year to fifth year And OK Computer was exactly it at exactly the right time. Mm. And like there was a little group of us in school. um, I mean, all of very different taste in music, but the one kind of core common thing was Radiohead, where we would like like fantasize about what pedals we would buy in the future to sound like Johnny Greenwood (laughs) based on nothing, based on the names. And now I'm living that dream. I'm literally doing that, like Googling Johnny Greenwood pedals. Alan
1: Alan is a pedal guy and he's, he's proud of it. Unashamed. You, you, you've overcome any sense of shame about this. I know you're an out and yes. proud pedal guy. And I, I for one, I'm very proud of you.
0: I have disposable income to match my ambition, finally. Yes. At, <laughs> at the grand old age of 37. Um,
1: but was it, was it Johnny Greenwood that kind of captured you then, initially? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Definitely. Um, if you look at, like, what was around then, like, Graham Coxon as well. Him and Graham Coxon mm. were, like, the two guys for... If you weren't into metal, but you liked quote-unquote good guitar playing it was really the two of them that yeah. you had to you had to listen to and he just made sounds kind of a guitar that nobody else could make even now now that I like even where I can like go to a website and look at exactly what he did I still you can't do it mm. it's his fingers his fingers do something weird and magical that yeah. nobody else does um and it's just exciting because he was like always oh, because like, that summer like I there happened to be a lot of like Radiohead gigs on tv late night from various festivals so i saw like all these different versions of these songs he would do it different every time Mm -hmm. and he looked cool he i realized this probably jump around a bit but if we're going to talk about meeting people is easy later Mm -hmm. there's a scene in that where he's sitting on a chair weird Mm -hmm. and i realized watching it back for this that's how i sit on stools i internalized it at some point and completely forgot that's where it came from yeah there's a weird Leg back city thing he does I was like I internalise a lot of Johnny Greenwood mannerisms Especially the way I play guitar And the way I hold a guitar And the way I attack a guitar mm. It's all got in there Very very early And lodged in my head Yeah, yeah.
1: That's so interesting Because I think the first time I heard that This is the first Radiohead album That I bought mm-hmm. um, I'd gone up to Dublin for a day With enough money For Like chips And one CD mm-hmm. um, And I don't know what led me to buy this. Somebody influenced me into buying mm. it anyway. Probably an older person in the group. Because um, we had some people in the group that were a little bit older who would have been like, oh, you should listen to Like they yeah. try and like mold the younger people. Mm-hmm. Um, often in quite like combative ways. Like, no, 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 don't listen to metal. Don't listen to those mm-hmm. guys. You should listen to this. And... I already kind of knew I liked Radiohead because I knew the song Just. Yes. Um, and, I, and this is a few years after, but this was also in third year for me. Mm-hmm. And I'd gone up, I bought it on, uh, in Dublin, and then on the way back I put it into my Discman and put my headphones on, and I listened to it the whole way back. And I think it completely changed how I listen yeah. to music
0: and it's the best feeling in the world isn't it it's when you put on something like you, you chase that for the rest of your life yeah where it's just you just you're like four seconds into a song and you're like oh this is my personality now yeah where like the first time i heard broken social scene as well it was like yeah. oh you, you can do this people do this mm-hmm. and then you could do this mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah yeah it, yeah. Com- it completely changed it changed how i view or interact with music in, in terms of like it's It's timbre more so than anything else, I think, because I think OK Computer was so obviously ahead of its time in terms Mm -hmm. of what it is, you know, um, what it's concerned with in terms of topics Mm -hmm. like 21st century alienation due to technology. Um, But it also just sounds still so modern. And I think at the time I was listening to it and thinking that it sounded like it's on the brink of a big change you know like mm-hmm. like it, it it was pointing to something in the not so distant future that we should all be really afraid of and i yeah. guess i was reading a lot of science fiction around that time and i love science fiction i feel like I was really into stargate at the time mm-hmm. and stuff and i don't know something about the kind of the futurism of it and the anxiety about the technology mm-hmm. of it i think to this day still informs how i think about like tech do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's so oh, much totally. bigger than even yeah, yeah. how I think about music. It's like...
0: Um, yeah, there's a couple. Like, OK Computer and Common People, I think, mm. shaped a lot of my, like, politics and concerns. Me too. I yeah. think those Common two in particular... Common
1: People was a huge one for me. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, the thing about OK Computer is that it's, like... It's not just them. It's, like, an ecosystem. And it rewards delving into it and finding... Like, like like meeting people is easy. And all the artwork. There's so much in that. Like, yeah. Like... Um, did you get the, like the special 20 year edition?
1: No, I didn't. The, so, the okay, not okay. Yeah. yeah. So
0: there's two books with that. There's a notepad of like, um, like lyric ideas and like all the like just random like techno album phrases that are spread throughout the artwork and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's just like reams of that. And then also reams of the artwork of loads of stuff like that. And it mm-hmm. made me realize how much effort goes into making a classic album. Because mm-hmm. there must be a point where they were like, Oh, we need to like make sure this is special because yeah. this is there's something special happening. Yeah,
1: I so, think they knew.
0: You have to know, don't you? But
1: but people knew right away when it came out. Mm. Like people, critics were like, "Oh God, like this yeah. is this is it? Like this is the album mm-hmm. now of our time, and this is gonna this is gonna change music. It's mm-hmm. certainly gonna change this band, um, who were already pretty respected." But yeah, I mean, they had like what a Basterbury risk already. They so took. yeah, like it, it was such a, such an insane risk and. Mm paid off so much because somebody who had no idea about like me at the time somebody who had no idea about music just listening to it and feeling as if this was a whole world Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily a world you want to be in for Mm. long it's not an aspirational space
0: no there's like pigs in cages there's serial killers
1: yeah it's absolutely terrifying
0: everything's crashing into itself yeah Yeah. and as a
1: 15 year old you're Mm. like whoa you can talk about this in Mm. music yeah like it's nuts Let's chat about some of the songs because, yes. like, I think all of my favorite Radiohead songs are on this album. <laughs> <laughs> I think all of them, I, for years, No Surprises was my favorite Radiohead song. It might still be. Um, but what a, what were the songs then when you eventually kind of came around to the this strange new sounding album? Uh, what par- were the songs that got you? Paranoid and Android, mm. I think,
0: because I was like 14, 15, it was all the ones that have big guitar lines in them. Yeah. So, Airbag, Paranoid and Android. Election, we loved electioneering yeah we were obsessed with electioneering the f- and the fact that they never play it live or very rarely play it live yeah like drove us insane we're like why wouldn't they play it live mm. it's
1: it's the best song it's the best one to jump <laughs> yeah you,
0: you can jump up and down to it in a gig in- mm. without being dangerous to each other mm. Um, and then because I was thinking it's starting to play guitar then as well Um, like all the songs are quite learnable in OK Computer the arrangements got more difficult later as it got on like yeah. it's, it's very hard to play anything off in rainbows satisfactorily by yourself but you yeah. can play Carnival Police if you're playing guitar a couple of months you can do a good yeah. version of Carnival Police and you can feel good about it and exit Music I remember yeah. like standing in my bedroom with the chords for eggs Music printed out and just had them all spread out in my bed yeah. learning eggs and Music and like playing with my thumb for the first time instead of a plectrum. it just it, any kind of memory I have around those three years OK Computer and really are in there somewhere, mm. you know, they're never far from it.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I used to do this thing when I was younger, where if, if, a if an album, if I bought an album and it didn't have the lyrics in the inside, mm-hmm. I'd transcribe the lyrics. Yeah. Um, and, but I remember with this transcribing the lyrics anyway, even though they were in the booklet mm-hmm. and had I dedicated those hours to learning the guitar, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'd be a better guitarist now. <laughs> but, um, But I think that's what got me so into the world of the lyrics first Mm. on this. And then it wasn't until maybe a little bit later when I started to actually learn about guitarists and what make guitarists, what makes guitarists good, Mm. that I started to listen to songs that weren't like I started to focus more on songs that weren't Karma Police and No Surprises Mm -hmm. and Exit Music, the kind of more. I liked the kind of sad Radiohead. I didn't want them to go. Mm. But the big rock Radiohead took me a little bit longer. (laughs) But I remember the day Paranoid Android clicked with me. And I was listening to it. And Johnny Greenwood is just like absolutely ripping that guitar. And Mm. then you think it's over. And then it's not over. And then he does it again. And then he does another four bars. And I was like, just doing that Homer Simpson thing of like, shake your head, Mm. yes. And then you say, no, no. And I was doing that and I was like, oh my God, this is it. This Mm. is, it's clicked with me now. I get why I love guitars so much. (laughs) I just love when they're really like ecstatic and like, I don't know like well anxious I guess just like mm. it's a terrified sound that he's making it's like it's the sound of panic
0: oh yeah it's like it's almost crying kind yeah. of. it's really high pitched and bending and yeah, yeah when he's but ripping when he goes up that top <laughs> note and his plays the very, the highest note on his guitar for like two bars uh-huh. that's when I like in love, yeah, essentially, yeah. It's like I'd never heard because Noel Goddard didn't do that, no Jimi Hendrix didn't even do that, mm. you know. Yeah, it's, it's totally unique, so much character in it. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to be credited, um, that Ed O'Brien was polite guitar and John Greenwood was, was abusive guitar, mm. were the official credits in the band. I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna stick with John Greenwood for a while, yeah. And it took a while for me to appreciate Ed O'Brien, what Ed O'Brien does with the band, and it is a lot.
1: Ed does a lot, and yeah. he is so undervalued, yeah
0: although in he's kind of like the yeah. George
1: Harrison It's, it's bit. like, bit yeah you, you get to be in Radiohead but you're gonna get the piss ripped out of you constantly for it you know? Roland
0: Stone did a list of like 50 greatest guitarists or 100 greatest guitarists mm. and Ed O'Brien was higher than Johnny Greenwood
1: well that's insane it is insane
0: <laughs> but I saw them um, the greatest hits tour in Marty Park mm. and because it was outdoors a lot of Johnny Greenwood's guitar was just getting blasted off on the wind away from me so mm. it was like essentially an Ed O'Brien Radiohead gig <laughs> Okay. and I was like oh that's good that's all Ed yeah. that stuff's Ed yeah, yeah. yeah so um, but yeah it was Johnny Green's guitar Um, mm. I've never I've never been a lyrics person really okay. um, still even Um. so I remember when we were in like fifth year there was a substitute teacher and to waste his time someone realised he was a Radiohead fan that's someone his favourite song was oh it's the best stuff when you and when you're he said Let it. Down and I was like really?
1: Really? Yeah. Now, love I, Let now Down. Love mm. yeah. now I now I love it. Yeah, now can appreciate it. I, I remember talking to a friend um, who's also a really big Radiohead fan. I think mm. it was after we'd been to see them or something, and or beforehand, I was like, I hope they play Let Down because I've just been playing that song mm. a lot lately. Because yeah, like like that, I never really gave it yeah. the proper time because it comes. Is it before Karma Police? It's or in it between Exit comes... Music and Karma
0: Police. Yeah. So, so that's a tough yeah. place
1: for any song to be. Yeah. You have to really kind of hold your own if you're in there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in, in in the years or in, in the months rather, le- leading up to the gig, I'd really gotten into it. Mm. And my friend was like, he's like, no, nah, I never really liked that song. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's mad. Like on any yeah. other album, that would be the best song on the album. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is just so stacked. Like It's
0: just, it's a little, it's, is it besides the Taurus is probably the slowest song on there it just has this little yeah it kind of trums rather than explodes yeah because
1: i guess like exit music is is obviously starts out very slow Mm -hmm. and somber but then you like you have that it goes
0: where it goes yeah yeah.
1: and like that i listening to that song every single time i listen to that song i get shivers oh absolutely
0: Uh, full-on goosebumps Like, I'm just like, it's
1: again a completely terrifying song, Mm -hmm. like, absolutely horrific feelings, yeah, listening to it. But I remember the first time I heard it, maybe
0: Dave Fanning played it, like a preview or something. Mm. And I was like, this sounds like it's about Romeo and Juliet, I am smart. And then I realized it was actually from the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. I was like, that's not an original thought, (laughs) it's expressly why it was written.
1: Yeah, and, and that they called it exit music for a film. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah. I love do you do you like that film?
0: Roman Juliet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh love the, it. Yeah, the yeah. Armin. Like
1: yeah. I loved its use at the end of that mm-hmm. film. I thought I thought it was absolutely wonderful and I really respect Tom York York for like doing it.
0: And talk show hosts as well. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh talk show host was like that's it's that's spiritually... the moment when we first see yeah. Leo yes it is and he and he does his hair flip and yes. everything changed forever and like buzz
0: urban knows the power of that song because on the dvd all the dvd menu stuff is talk show host oh is it's it like, Okay, this is, this is the official song of it's, it's the sexiest yeah, yeah.
1: song that's ever been written like it's mm. it's just like you hear it like i think i i remember somebody on twitter was like post a gif where that you can hear and i posted uh leo like smoking mm-hmm. and looking at the camera yeah, yeah the amount of people that responded to it were like bwah, 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 bwah. <laughs> <laughs> i was like yes exactly that's it yeah. but there's it, they are so good at like um, like creating a mood and they do that really mm. well in kind of later albums as well but this mood was just so like tricky and strange while also being like karma please for example is an incredibly like it's it's a straightforward song in terms of its chord progressions Mm -hmm. like the piano does what you would expect the piano melodic line to do oh it's like it's almost honky-tonk kind of a thing yeah yeah Yeah. and and yet like i think karma police was the song i remember seeing that music video um you you know those the the times when you're watching MTV on your own Mm -hmm. and it's like late um and then you see like they play like one of the weird videos yeah yeah. the video for karma police and i was like
0: yeah
1: art is it art? Is mm-hmm. this art? Am I having an emotional response to art <laughs> That's right it. now? Like,
0: even like the videos just seem more like hi-fi and expansive than mm. all the other videos are around. Mm. Like that one and the No Surprises video. Yeah. Still amazing videos.
1: Absolutely incredible. Yeah. I watch the No Surprises video probably every couple of months. Mm. Like it's it's just so, I don't know, they, 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 were, they were so good at just understanding what it was that they were trying to do and then executing it perfectly and brilliantly that's
0: it, it there's nothing you would change or like every like there's they have loads of other good songs around that time period mm. and even on the, that was, what was it 18 hours of demo tapes got released there's other stuff in there mm. but they picked the exact right 12 songs yeah and even though Eggsy Music had already been Romeo and Juliet um, what's the other one uh, Lucky yes had already been on the hell thing so like a good chunky album was previously released off. They were yeah. like, "No, this is the album. Yeah, it has to be these this twelve. It has In to have better or happier." Yeah, yeah.
1: well, <laughs> <laughs> have I ever told you about the first time, except for the time on the bus? So that mm-hmm. so, so that night, I got home, and I would listen to music on my headphones on my disc man going to sleep, um, which started a very bad habit that I have still not gotten out yeah. of and cannot sleep without either podcasts or music <laughs> now. Um, but I put it on and around that time was the t- I'd, about two years before that I had started to get sleep paralysis hmm. um, every now and then. And I had sleep paralysis. Uh, it happened to me while I was listening to it. And it happened to me while I was listening to Fit or Happier. Oh God. And I didn't listen to Fit or Happier for years.
0: No, that's for fair enough. Years. Yeah.
1: I wouldn't go near it. Like mm-hmm. Karma Police would end and I would like run to the CD player and mm-hmm. like it. It, terrified, it chilled me to the bone. And I know that's the point of it. Yeah. When you're 15 and having sleep, super- <laughs> like that that feels like that's unfair, actually, yeah. for that to be your <laughs> experience of it. Well, how, what, what was your experience of, of fitter, happier?
0: Very confused by it, obviously, mm. being whatever I was 13, 14. But it doesn't make sense without it. I, I kind of, I think... It, I fully agree, yeah. It needed that, like... It's kind of like the album itself stepping forward, Mm. like the heart of the album kind of breaking out. Yeah. Where it's like, we don't actually need a song for this, but we just, this is like the thesis. This is, you're going to listen to this every five years, the rest of your life and feel horrible about it and feel worse about it every time you hear it. And same with no surprises. And you're going to get older. You're going to put it on when you're like in work one day and Mm. hear no surprises and go, ah, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) I'm no no surprise myself. Because like,
1: I think... Hearing it as a teenager, mm. and like like I, I would skip the song, but I would I would read the yes. read the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you when you're young and you listen to it, it's a warning, right? Yes. It's it's like don't do this. Mm-hmm. This is this is Gen X talking to you. Yeah. You you'll later be called millennials, you're mm-hmm. not it yet, but this yeah. is Gen X telling you. That you are going to get trapped into a cycle of work and unhappiness mm-hmm. and a lack of fulfillment. And I guess it's it's not a warning. It's telling you that this is going yeah. to happen. Every but time when you're I, young, I, yeah. you think it's a warning and you're like, mm-hmm. well, not me. I won't do it because Tom York explained it all to me. And now yeah. I know.
0: Mm-hmm. Then, you, then yeah. you get older. <laughs> you, you're, unless you're in Radiohead, you you have to do some of it. Like, every time I don't kill a spider and feel good about it, I'm like that's yeah. I'm fitter yeah. happier myself right Terrible
1: now to all animals like yeah. it's Don't yeah. wash spiders down plug hole yeah. yeah I think it I think it was the the spider bit that scared me most actually yeah um there was something about the cruelty of it and mm-hmm. the and obviously that voice is a very familiar thing to us now in mm-hmm. 2022 like people have alexis people have google homes mm-hmm. we have our our sat-navs or our Google Maps in the car, we're kind of, we're used to robots talking to us. Yeah. And this is like, this was so ahead of that. Mm-hmm. Like not only was it telling us what life is going to be like as we kind of enter the 21st century or whatever, mm-hmm. um, but it, it did it in what the voice was going to be of the 21st century, which was mm. your Google Home, your Alexa, yeah. all, all of these things. And kind of warned that we're going to be in conversation with this horrible, malevolent voice mm-hmm. for the rest of our lives. And yeah. obviously there was no way for the band to know like what what exactly, like the extent yeah. to which they were correct. But you can't... They could can feel the man. vibe coming. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. But yeah. it's also like quite a hopeful album in a lot of ways. Like, so like Airbag and Lucky are quite like, if you survive something, then you've survived something mm-hmm. celebrate it and like like airbag is like a big major chord yeah rock anthem that just has very weird production things happening on it it mm-hmm. has like a big like almost a, like i would say jack white listen to airbag okay yeah i think that riff is definitely something there's a continuity there between like seven nation army and airbag and yeah the big single string stuff um and then lucky is all like we like we played "Lucky" at a class mass in transition year, mm-hmm. and we made them listen to every single se- second. of it. We did the whole thing, like, yeah. And and then the tourist, which I finished. It's which I never used to listen to when I was younger. Me neither, because it's long and it's slow. Because it's long and doesn't really and doesn't explode. And it do- I realize now it does kind of have. It has a big old solo at the end. Yes. Um, I think,
1: but it wasn't one of the big hitters. You, you, no, it, you kind of go to like paranoid android or karma police or um airbag or the the or a- exit music because yeah. you it's it's kind of like taking drugs or something like you do it because you know you're gonna feel something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whereas like yeah you mightn't with like yeah. the tourists right away
0: i'm not really i've never been a pink fly person and they mm. always those comparisons always like confuse me a bit because all i really knew was here but i think the tourists is a bit Pink Floydy y mm, Yeah, the rest frog-y. of it. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit proggy, yeah. Yeah. Um, I like it now though. Yeah, yeah, like
1: this is an album that just gets so much better over time as mm. you move into adulthood. But yeah, I never really thought about it as a hopeful album. I'm interested to know. It's,
0: there's moments of hope. There's mm. like, obviously it's like the future is coming and it's going to crush us all horribly, mm. but there are still moments of light. Yeah. And there's moments where you can feel good about what you've done and what you've what you've what you're part of it. You know, mm, pretty houses um, and pretty gardens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe, think... I'm, maybe I'm lying to myself. <laughs> so no, not, yeah. I mean
1: I think I think I have that response to no surprises. Even mm. though, like, when people. When people say, I mean, they don't anymore, thank God, but I don't know if you got this when you were younger and you'd say you were a Radiohead fan and people would be like, oh, they're so depressing. And you're
0: like... That's that one scene in Father Ted's fault. I know. Oh, yeah. And that
1: was No Surprises, right? Uh,
0: no, it was Exit music
1: Oh, was it Ex-Music? Okay, yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. yeah, right, fair enough. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I think No Surprises would, would be a would be a song that I remember people pointing to mm. and being like, oh, you like that a heart that's full of blood. And, and I'm like... Yeah, I do like that yeah, because the lyrics in that song are so wonderful. Mm. It it taught me what anxiety was before I knew what it was. Mm. I didn't know I had anxiety. People didn't really have that much anxiety; mm. like it wasn't a thing. Um, but I had it, and there was something about the the re- repetition of the phrase "no alarms and no surprises" that I was just like, "Oh, that's that that mm. would be nice, actually. Yeah. That would be lovely." And <laughs> yeah. I think it was one of the first times I felt a bit seen in a song, mm. do you know. Yeah.
0: Cause I suppose, like, it is not that's about like how the future is horrible and it's gonna degrade us in all kinds of ways, mm. but like, because we're we're, <laughs> we're picking bits out of this that that should be depressing, but actually, calm us or reassure us because, mm. like, it didn't come. The future didn't come out of nowhere. It came out of like mm. lots of individual choices and mistakes that lots of people have been making to lead us towards Alexas and yes, needing calm a lot you know and all that kind of stuff yeah
1: there's now a google home in my house Mm. and i don't love that she's there Mm -hmm. um (laughs) i was very very resistant to ever having one and then today um i was like washing the dishes and i was like um i won't say the phrase in case other people have one but i was like hey you um (laughs) play okay computer and she was like Playing the song, playing the album Okay Computer on Spotify, and I was like, "Oh my God, it's you! It's, it's you! It's you! better happier! Oh my God!" And I just found myself like at the sink, just like, "Fuck! It mm-hmm. happened! I just told a robot to play Okay Computer, like, <laughs> yeah. and it did, and mm-hmm. it." Like, what is that? You know, mm. like, that's, that's crazy. I had a, I had a real moment at the sink that's today. That's
0: understandable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, <laughs> but you're right. It is, it is this, um, it's not really saying that, like, everything's going to be bad forever. It's kind of saying it always has been, but here mm. are the new ways in which you are going to be. A pig in a cage on antibiotics yes
0: here yeah. are the situations we are currently getting ourselves into yeah yeah
1: yeah it's it, it's i think quite orwellian like uh, it's...
0: have you so i used to spend saturday mornings reading um like gear guides to what guitars and pedals they use okay but one of the sites you know like there was like a, a rash of um radiohead websites like addies and stuff they're all around a lot of around yeah them. one of them had like this very very long detailed Uh, theory about how OK computer was a concept album about 1984 okay yeah and it had a lot of evidence like i'm i'm even stuff as simple as like in the band's credits at the end in the booklet Mm. only ed o'brien's name is capitalized and obviously the bad Mm. guy in 1984 is o'brien yeah yeah. and they found a lot of supporting evidence oh wow possibly too much supporting evidence where it's like you're you're just like if you search enough for something yeah 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 yeah. (laughs)
1: No, I, 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 I. can
0: see it. It's definitely, it's. I think it was definitely in a, similar area. A, yeah, yeah. a, um,
1: a like a work that they would have drawn inspiration from. Yeah. Like, I think I, I probably read Nineteen Eighty-Four a couple of years after listening to this album. Same. Yeah. And, like, I, I would have felt. Yeah, the that they were turned
0: to face the television with a look of benign whatever. Is, yeah, that's okay, computer. Or even yeah, like
1: yeah. pigs in cages, you know, rats in boxes. Mm-hmm. Your face in a rat in a box with a rat. That that could, that, be, that's could, be, that could be on this, you <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. But it's yeah. I never really thought about it as a hopeful. I'm, I think I'm I'm gonna re-listen to it with hope in mind. I guess most specifically those if two songs. That. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So what is it that but so besides the guitars what yeah. is it that attracts you to the like you said like the thesis of the album or the like like now
0: especially. Um, like I'm still not a lyrics person. I think mm-hmm. it just it sounds I like when albums sound like and not like a fully taught-through collection of songs, mm. and not just, especially American artists are like, here are eighteen songs I've co-written, yeah, you know? Yeah. Uh, whereas Ok Computer is twelve very concise songs, and they all have, they all have a different personality. Yes. Which, um, you don't. It's surprisingly rare mm. that most bands don't let themselves do that. I think, or they can't do it in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, like I said, it still sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, like. So many times over the years, someone's been hailed as like the new Radiohead or and it never I, I'm always disappointed And, I have to, and then I have to like re-engage the band later on their own terms mm. with them not being Radiohead <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Why, TV why on can't the, you just be Radiohead? It's like TV and the radio took me ages to get into because mm. they got called the new Radiohead so many times I was like this isn't Radiohead
1: Yeah, I don't think I've ever trusted anybody who said this is the new Radiohead I'm just yeah. like well th- like I don't want that, I don't want no. a new Radiohead
0: <laughs> Normally what they mean when they call something the new Radiohead is they, they have a song that sounds like high and dry is okay, yeah,
1: <laughs> which is one of the first songs I learned to play yeah. on a guitar, actually, yeah. um, which is probably true of everybody listening to this, <laughs> but like it's, yeah those, yeah, those songs always mean a lot, mm-hmm. um, the first ones that you either work out yourself, yes, or somebody teaches you and you go home and you practice, mm-hmm. um, The Fool on the Hill by the Beatles was uh, the very, very first one I learned. Oh, I have weird I affections for a
0: lot mean. of... I've, bizarre collection of songs because i worked them out myself yeah yeah. like not if you were the last junkie on earth by the danny warholz wow (laughs) super problematic song now but i worked out those chords by myself one day so yeah yeah to have a little bit of affection for it
1: (laughs) but yeah i think i i I think with OK computer there's the risk um and i get this when i talk to people about it and i say that it's my favorite radiohead album Mm -hmm. that i don't know it's maybe like Radiohead have moved past it or something like people whose favorite album is like In Rainbows, for example. Yeah. Like they like a Radiohead that's mm-hmm. very different to and I love In Rainbows. I, I love every album. Yeah, every album they've made. I love I don't listen to them all the time, but I, I love them all. Mm-hmm. But this one being my favorite. I don't know. I, I get the impression that people who are sort of like semi over this album think that I'm like stuck in the past, man, and I need to get with it. <laughs>
0: yeah that's the th- it's the thing with like albums oh, that get that big where mm. it's so praised yeah it's that. like
1: oh oh Pet Sands is your favourite like yeah exactly or album. oh you,
0: you love Pride and Prejudice yeah oh, okay, <laughs> sure oh Water and Heights oh that's great yeah, yeah oh yeah. cool yeah, yeah <laughs> where it's like but then you actually go check and listen to it, you go no it actually is that good yeah um, it was like, like me
1: when I first saw The Godfather I was like yeah. holy shit <laughs> yeah. this movie rules like, yeah, yeah. Like,
0: like the canon is bullshit but that doesn't mean some stuff is exceptional totally you know yeah, yeah. um yeah, I mean, I would I would have said, like, maybe this time last year, I would have said, OK Computer is not Radiohead anymore. But then The Smile came out. Mm. And The Smile sounds like, OK Computer, Ben's era B-sides, essentially, mm-hmm. or where people thought they might go. So, obviously, it's not something that's completely out of their system mm-hmm. yet, um, which is very exciting yeah, for me, personally. Yeah, um, me too. But it's kind of timeless. It like, you can over-listen to it for sure oh yeah and i think possibly... how many
1: times have you over listened to it would you say in your life like i i've had times where i'm like i will never listen to this album again i'm done i like, yeah. i have like drained yeah. every drop of feeling i can get from this album oh like
0: when we do like bands on juvenalia i would listen to that like album or the band like all week yeah. constantly With okay computer i was like listen i was like it's all in there i don't yeah. i have nothing it, I could recreate this album entirely if I needed to. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't sound as good, but I could, I could all the notes and all the bits would be there, yeah. you know?
1: In the same way that James Joyce said that uh, Dublin could be recreated yeah, yeah. from Ulysses. <laughs> you, you can recreate okay computer oh, yeah, just if, by all the knowledge you've had. Yeah,
0: if you could recreate all our like um and transition your com- lunchtime conversations. Mm. You have every, like all the okay computer criticism, criticism you need. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Um. um you
1: know. so oh, okay not okay when that came out mm-hmm. I was really 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 impressed and heartwarmed by Man of War in particular yes I think that song is a masterpiece and it, it just it came out and I was like oh my god it's like it's like if I was this age when uh, when like Karma Police came out or something like that's how I felt about yeah. it I was like oh my god this is the best
0: because you watch meeting the people is easy, yes. I imagine, right? And that's there's a lot not, of not in
1: a long time now.
0: Yes, I rewatched it. So we were going to record this a few months ago, so I rewatched it then. Mm. Um, Man of War is in there, mm. and when that came out, because it was it came out in between Ok Computer and Kid A, mm. so I was so excited for Man of War for years. I was yeah. like, I can't wait to hear Man of War because they played it incredible. a couple of
1: times. Like, like there's there, there's yeah. definitely recordings of them mm. playing it around the internet
0: and they could never get it quite right in a way yeah. to were happening. even you can see them in the in the studio there and to me every single bit that they do sounds amazing yeah of it's like all of these sounds they do me an album of just man of wars yeah and then i was like just was like okay we're obviously never getting that we're never getting follow me around that's yeah. i guess it's fine they're a different band now yeah so then when they announced man of war specifically but okay not okay yeah. it, it was it felt like it did feel like a present like because sometimes they go through phases of being very fan-friendly and light and happy and then of being very distant and weird. Mm. Like around okay, will be around In Rainbows like where they were like threatening through a Eurovision song and doing like secret yeah. pop-up gigs and stuff and like it was exciting fun radio and then they got a bit insular and weird again and then they were like here's Man of War here's Lull, here's Lift," yeah. you know like Oh Lift, oh my yeah.
1: god yeah I mean the, the as well the music video for Man of War was one of the best music videos I've ever seen I'm not sure I've seen it oh my god it's wonderful it's yeah. like it has exactly how clever, um, like, Karma Police and Just and uh, No Surprises are. Okay. But even more impressive in terms of, like, how they do it. So mm. It's just a man running away from a group of people. But it's shot, uh, like, simultaneously, day and night. So he'll, he'll be running and then it'll suddenly switch to nighttime. But he's, like, he's running in, like, the exact same position. Mm. Do, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, yeah. it is Like, it, it's absolutely incredible. Like, you'll watch it and be like, how do you how did they do that that's so clever <laughs> and it's that thing of just being like very anxious the people that are chasing him like now have phones mm-hmm. so we're, we get an idea of what okay computer songs would look like visually in the era of smartphones because mm. it's so wild to think that this this came out before smartphones did yeah ish yeah 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 no it did Yeah. yeah
0: it's probably good that it did because it would have had quite dated yeah, then observations it like, on it
1: it's because you'd be on that phone
0: yeah. Kind of thing. yeah like that you know super free animal song from like 2001 it's like it's called i've got a mobile phone okay
1: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> like britney spears or email my heart yeah yeah like yeah it, it could have yeah maybe maybe had they done this a little bit later things would have mm. been it would have dated it in some way but it just yeah. doesn't date the production doesn't date mm. like it's it's such a, it's a classic for a reason. I
0: think. Yeah. I mean, Nigel Godrich deserves every bit of praise he Yeah. Because if you listen, you've listened you listen to all the demos. Yeah. All it, like, oh, yeah. there's a magic dust somewhere between those demos and the final version. Absolutely. And it's, Definitely, part, at least partly my, Nigel Godrich. Yeah. You know? And the,
1: well, this was the album that they were basically like, yeah, you got the gig. Like, you're going to basically work on, like. Yeah, yeah. That was his first one. He was I engineered was, some of yeah. the bands, I think. But yeah, he produced yeah, the they were first like, one he produced. You got yeah. the gig. You, yeah. you understood the assignment. Yes. Yeah. As the kids say, <laughs> I
0: don't really know what that means. I think um, it just means did a good job, yeah, right? Yeah, it's I don't
1: just... know. Fergal, do you know what that means? <laughs> that means, like, you did it. I think it's like. Yeah, you were good at that. Okay. Yeah. Because the like, first time yeah. I heard it was like the Met Gala, and people were like, "Gaga understood the assignment, but this other person, yeah, like no. they did it well. They like, okay. they, they achieved. Okay. Mm-hmm. They achieved, and they did. Okay, Radiohead achieved. It looks like you're <laughs> asking me. I'm older than you. I just <laughs> feel like you know. Feel like you're you're, you're 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 you might be older, but you're cooler,
0: <laughs> and that's I what's
1: important. <laughs>
0: I'd love to talk about the B sides, okay? Because, like I said, I think it's, a, it's in a whole ecosystem. Yes. And I think those, uh, okay, computer B sides are equally as important. They're some of my favorite Radiohead songs. Yeah. Um, Our reminder is again doesn't sound like anything else yeah. from anywhere else that they did, that they've done. It's very slow. It's very it's just like very lazily strummed there's mm-hmm. no guitar heroics there's very like and it just echoes along and I didn't even know what the lyrics were until like last year when OK Not OK came out or mm. whenever that was um, and it's it's kind of it's almost like a four to of videotape from In Rainbows where it's mm-hmm. like this was important yeah it's like yeah, a yeah. transient yeah, sort yeah.
1: Of, or a transitional mm little space of like creativity and I think they have that a lot throughout their mm. their catalogue especially besides and like unreleased stuff where you can hear like oh they're experimenting with something there yeah Tom bought a computer <laughs> 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 oh yeah meeting in the Isles" Here is definitely like yeah. a little
0: proto kid a kind of noodle yeah but it's yeah. cool as well it has it's it does, does sound quite like 98 mm. 97 98 but and then like polyethylene. Polyethylene and pearly were the B sides on Paranoid Android. Yeah. Um so that that was kind of my first that little mini tree was like my f- bit of radio head I got super obsessed with mm. was those three songs. And they're very like guitar hero songs. Yeah. They're like they're big. He's really like um it's probably a digression. There's a video online of a guy listening to a computer for the first time.
1: Absolutely love every single piece of content I can get of somebody reacting to yeah. my love for the first time like yeah that rabbit hole and he's doing space. each album in sequence so he's yeah. done
0: Pablo Honey and the Bends, and then he's like <sighs> starts into a computer and he's like I am I like the they're okay he sounds a bit like Bono too much for me mm-hmm. and Polyethylene and Perga are definitely on the Bono oh my god I think I've seen things. this
1: I think you either posted I, this I, I did or post sent this to yeah, me yeah. yeah yeah I remember this guy and love it's amazing because
0: I. I can't remember listening to a computer for the first time. Yeah, yeah. I can remember listening to the bands. I can remember listening to In Rainbows. Cannot remember a computer. Mm. Um, so for anybody who doesn't want to sit through an hour and forty minutes because he, th- he has a lot of preamble. Yeah. He quite likes airbag. Apparently Android, he's like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and then suburban Homesick Alien starts, and he lights a joint, and then uh, starts crying. Yeah. He just, it's it's he, incredible. He's it's like so moving. He's like sometimes you come across a song like that makes you that is all of music to you. And he's like, yeah. That it's is a, it's, it's a gorgeous a, song. It's a beautiful thing. It really like, is.
1: It's it's so gorgeous. I watched yeah. I watched this guy who plays music for his dad. They're two Canadian. Oh, um, I seen that. There's also a Hawaiian
0: guy who does jingles and he listens to stuff as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: I, I absolutely love that. Yeah, I mean they're fake as hell, but like, they to... I think I think they're so sweet. Mm. Um yeah, people reacting to by my, like my favorite album yeah. is like I'm like oh my god please like it like I yeah. I don't know you I don't know anything about you but if you don't like this album I'm going to be so obsessed yeah, yeah. but it is. yeah it is that that, that feeling and and you, and you do actually no I'm not going to say you do lose it as you get older because I don't believe that's true I think that that's I think it happens maybe a bit more rarely mm. but I mean I like we had already on the podcast, Mm -hmm. um, and she chose as her album um, Julia Jacqueline's Crushing. Oh, yeah. Which came out a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. So, like, you can still find your favourite album later, I think. And you can still, like, have music that affects you in a really big way. But maybe we don't have as much time to dedicate to it. That's it. Like, I am... Like what? What are, you, what are you going to do? Study for your junior, sir? Like, yeah. no. Obviously, I'm going to go transcribe yeah. Radiohead lyrics in my room. Exactly, Mom.
0: and watch Meet People is easy over and over again. Yeah, because I went on a video. Yeah. Um, I found those KEXP sessions on YouTube mm. are amazing for finding stuff. Mm. Um, they just YouTube decided you probably like Deep Sea Diver a couple weeks ago, mm. and I was like, I do like Deep Sea Diver. Thank, Thank you, you. And I did like lose a couple of days just going mm. exploring everything about Deep Sea Diver in a way. You just get that every now and again Yeah. now, but you can't devote three years to it. <laughs> like, no. Like my PhD in Radiohead studies, you know? Yes, yeah, and I you teenager. do have a PhD in Radiohead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's maybe the... I, I'm still quite obsessive when I find something new that I love. Mm-hmm. Like, I, anyone who knows me will, will have been there for the Father John Misty period. Mm-hmm. Um, where all I did was talk about him, think about yeah. him, listen to him, like, and... And I found a lot of new music through that, but it, mm. it it does get rarer. So I think having an album like OK Computer where you have you have that history with it, but it's still able to hit you mm. is really important, I think. Like when when would you turn to this album? When would you say, oh, I'm, I'm going to put this on?
0: Um, if I have a bit of a drive. Okay. Because I know, because now that I work from home, I don't have a commute anymore so I don't get to sing in my car much mm-hmm. and it's a great album to like just sing in mm-hmm. your car too and my wife works at home as well so I can't really sing at home okay because uh, she has a lot of calls so yeah. um I just go I go through phases where I will listen to all of Radiohead in a row or all the Queens of the Stone Age in a row or mm-hmm. like all of PJ Harvey or Cedric Kenny and just do it and it's nothing really triggers it it's just my brain's like you need to do a Radiohead binge now okay um yeah, there's nothing in particular that kicks it off because they're just it's in there. They're they're mm. they are my favorite band. They will always be my favorite band, mm. even if there's like other albums. I love um, newer albums. I will always rush to hear the new Radiohead thing. Yeah, always. Yeah, that's not going to change. Me too. Yeah, I don't have a tattoo because I'm scared. <laughs> I'm very indecisive. Yeah, but like I'm like getting towards the Radiohead Ted tattoo after okay. 25 years and like. It's probably safe enough to get one now. You're probably, probably. not going to change your mind. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean,
1: yeah. I think I I I think I'm in the exact same position mm. as you. I think at this stage, I don't see them having a misstep um, artistically. Mm-hmm. I think they're pretty solid in what they in what they I think do.
0: The King of Limbs was a, was the for me a little bit, and it was because it was it's the, the one first. Well, I listened to Lees. I think yeah, it except was... Pablo Honey. I think it was the first time. I was up with them on their references. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh that's they listened to Bonnie Vera and Annum Collective. Mm. Is what they're listening to right now. And I'm also listening to that. They're not ahead of me anymore. Okay. And yeah. then they, they got it back from Lunchay Pool. They were like, yeah. they're ahead of me again. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you're you're not a lyrics guy. No. But Tom York, we haven't spoken about. Yeah. Kind of vocally then. How how do you how do you relate with him?
0: Um he is maybe in my opinion like one of the greatest singers of all time yeah he the things he can do with his voice the fact that he's embarrassed about his voice mm. that he wishes it was worse stop it's like oh, stop it so don't do sweet. that to yourself I know like, I know it's just he's this little guy with big trainers you know, in no Computer I remember there was like a mojo profile of them that I because I bought every radio magazine I could find mm. and they described him as having spaceship runners and I was like, I want spaceship runners. Want, and then I got spaceship cool. runners, and then they got destroyed a witness. But that's besides <laughs> yeah. But he, his voice does so much. There's like there's um There's a John Jeremiah Sullivan bit about piece about Axl Rose where he's like Axl Rose has three voices. Mm-hmm. There's like the screaming lady, the cool guy, and whatever. And mm-hmm. Tommy York has like he has like four or five voices. There's mm-hmm. like the angel and then there's the punk guy, and then there's the Sexy guy? There's yeah. Like a little bit of a sexy guy Yeah one sometimes going on. he's
1: a little bit of a sexy guy yeah. and you're like okay Tom
0: <laughs> and there's the kind of ethereal one and then it's just mm. there's so he can they're blessed to, ha- to have his voice because yeah. they any, anything they can do he can sing it
1: Yeah because he's he's both um, a very kind of naturally gifted singer mm-hmm. who sings well he doesn't he doesn't strain his voice mm-hmm. he doesn't um, I don't know he's not he's like you said he's like really not showy with it Yeah. but he can't help but sound angelic Mm. and I but I think the thing that attracts me to his voice is that he almost like an actor or something he can just convey so much like Mm. pain and disillusionment in in what he's singing like he's just sometimes he's really breathy and it Mm. just sounds like he's just so tired and that doesn't yeah. sound like something that you want to listen to in mm-hmm. a singer like you think you want to like, especially if it's like a big if it's a big song you want like vocals that match that but sometimes the the tiredness and the unease he has
0: everything he sings
1: breaks through like yeah
0: it sounds so unforced mm. everything sounds like a perfect first take yeah it doesn't like nothing sounds like drilled or practiced or especially something like something like nude yeah. Sounds oh. like he's singing that song for the first time, Possibly. even though we know it's like a 20 year old song by the time we're recording it. Yeah. It sounds uh, like I love to sing that song. And I can't sing it, but I, yeah. but I try my best. No one can. Yeah.
1: No one, <laughs> <laughs> no one can sing that song. I feel yeah. that way about the Daily Mail as well, mm. where he, he just sounds like it's just coming out of him, like it's yeah. passing through him or something. And he's he's like, I don't know, sometimes he sounds like resistant to what mm. he's actually able to do with his own voice.
0: Like, I can hold a note, but like the way people like say him or like Beyonce sing. it's like where what is happening around this throat area that yeah, is yeah. turning air into this yeah what there's there's something extra you have in there some extra node or like yeah. muscle or something it has to be yeah it doesn't make sense to me witch Fergal is a professional fandom. singer is laughing at is a professional <laughs> singer,
1: and he's like these two idiots <laughs> show me this nude song and I'll sing it <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah, with Tom, I think, I, I think it's, it's, a, it's the personality in his voice mm-hmm. that gets me. I, I don't think I knew how good of a singer he was until I was older and yes. and got it. Because I think I, I was just like, oh, this guy's really sad. So he's singing like a sad person, mm-hmm. like when I was young. And then yeah. I was like, oh my God, nude, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. And
0: yeah. because most of what I listened to when I was a teenager was Radiohead or Radiohead adjacent, mm. I didn't appreciate how rare his voices mm. in, like, male guitar music, I guess. Yeah. Men, men don't, well, di- before Radiohead, didn't want to sing like that. No. They, it wasn't, like, particularly macho. It's not a particularly macho way of singing. Mm. Um, yeah.
1: And he's not a particularly macho guy. It's just, it's no. like you just walk past him in the street. It's just mm. such a normal guy. And he seems to have kind of retained his normality. Like, he still seems pretty on the level
0: he's very private he always comes across well yeah i think apparently he he can be prickly okay um but can you
1: imagine like being the lead singer of radiohead and having to deal with radiohead fans all the time oh god
0: yeah no it's probably like
1: radiohead fans are are like we're not fun to be around (laughs) no (laughs) we're really not we're quite pushy Yeah, Um, yeah 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 Yeah, but it's yeah. because you come up against all these people who are like, oh, they're overrated, or okay, computers mm. overrated, or they're depressing and stuff, and you're like, no, you just haven't put the study in, like yeah. we have. <laughs> I remember a
0: friend of mine; she tweeted a couple of years ago. She was like, uh, "I'm sorry to report that I've gotten extremely into Radiohead against my better my better judgment. They are actually as good as everybody says. I'm yes, sorry everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's yeah. what you want to hear from mm-hmm. people. Yeah, yeah, for
1: sure. You have so much around this album that I haven't even kind of delved into in terms of like your knowledge of the B-sides your knowledge of like just everything around it what what can you tell me that or what can you tell the listeners about it that they mightn't already know
0: oh um, sorry that's an, that's a very on the spot question very open ended but yeah. I'm
1: like I just feel like while we have you here we're like teach us <laughs> <laughs> or like you're a, a, a fun tidbit
0: Bond tidbit um, partially recorded in Jane Seymour's mansion
1: that's exactly
0: what I mean. yeah this, this is you why go. you're here
1: <laughs> that's,
0: I've, I, I've absorbed so many facts I don't know what's an interesting fact and what mm. isn't anymore yeah like um, the sound at the end of Karma Police is Ed O'Brien's delay pedal feeding back on itself mm-hmm. that's a thing is that interesting? I don't know. I find it interesting. Well, that is I've, the, the yeah. trigger
1: for all my nightmares because I know that that's then going to <laughs> yeah. go into fitter happier. Yeah. And I absolutely Actually, it.
0: I so. got a new pedal at the weekend and the first day they put it was because it can do that and I was like, we're going to do a little bit of karma Police now. Yeah. That's what we're doing. The... Yeah.
1: And can you make it sound like exa- I, I know nothing about pedals. You can get can make there. It sound yeah, different. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that must be yeah. amazing.
0: It's, it's extremely satisfying. I think like the reason I never like did music properties is because I am like a a cover version y recreation y person. Okay. I get a lot of satisfaction from recreating things Yeah. That I already know. Like when I started like, playing guitar-
1: how, how do I mechanically make that sound yes. that he did?
0: Um like I got back into guitar like um over lockdown essentially and I realized that two of the pedals I had were the two pedals that Nick Zinner had around mm-hmm. Fever to Tell and I was like and then I made maps. I was like I can, you can do maps. God. I made the map sound. It's like carlahan yes. come down here. I did the map sound <laughs> she didn't care <laughs> that's, that's nice dear yeah
1: it's like when, when my boyfriend calls me into the room to show me his EU4 map his U- Europa Universalis mm-hmm. like he's like look I I, I I conquered the world map with Rome and I was like that's nice dear yeah. that's lovely or Elden Ring now and I'm like mm-hmm. oh that looked really hard that's nice dear yeah <laughs> but that's you with with uh, sounds with pedals yeah noises yeah. Um, how many times have you seen them live?
0: Ooh uh, Five I think mm. four Or five So Kid A was the first time Yeah And then Hail to the Teeth Where it sits In Rainbow Only four actually Okay Yeah I was way last time From Munchak Pool so Ah uh, Yeah
1: I, I saw that one And I saw them in 2006 In Marley Is that 2006 in Marley Park?
0: Uh, f- yes for th- yeah. yeah With Beck it's, supporting With the puppets
1: Beck supported with the puppets yeah, And yeah. they all Yeah That was my first time hearing Beck No mm. I knew I knew where it's at, but and I knew um, I, I knew like the big singles. Yeah, but I was like, oh, holy shit! Yeah, Beck's cool. Um, that
0: was one of the best shows I've ever seen. That was Beck, absolutely he, Beck incredible. was better than at like, that Beck, time. Beck, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Like the the band left the stage and it was just him, and then. They, they brought out, like, a tablecloth on the table, mm-hmm. and then set the table, and yeah. then started playing all the... I, I was, like, my mind yeah. was absolutely blown. And the that agent.
0: was just... They did that just to play the bonus track off the most recent album. It wasn't even an actual, like, real song. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And, like, yeah. I, I remember Radiohead being brilliant, but I also remember the vibe being weird, because I was 15 yeah. at a gig, so it wasn't the best. So mm-hmm. I was really, really happy then when I saw them in The Point, um a couple of years ago 2018 maybe 2019 whenever that was yeah. um, time is fake mm-hmm. <laughs> I will not correct myself <laughs> um, that it was a completely magical show and it was the show I wanted when I was 15 yeah. because I was older people mm-hmm. were respectful and every, everything was just nice and yeah. nobody was like what's your do you know what it is right You go on. do you know what it is uh, right when I was 15 I went to see Radiohead and I got talking to this nice boy and I was like this boy is nice and he asked me what my favourite Radiohead album was and I said, okay, computer, and he laughed. And I was like, oh, I think that's the wrong answer. And he was like, yeah, okay. Like, he was like, have you listened to any of their other albums?
0: I say that in 2006.
1: Yeah. Like, like what's your favourite? Is it Pablo Honey? Like, <laughs> sir?
0: There's a weird hipstery thing where people say Amnesiac is their favourite album. And that's just trying too no, hard. No, just don't do that. Just yeah, like... it's, it's clearly a computer. But yeah,
1: I, so mm. I think that's that's also part of the reason mm. why I, I just will not accept criticism about this yeah,
0: album. Yeah, that is fair enough. <laughs> Especially not from men. Uh, I'm just like, yeah. no, sir. Please. The Kid a show was brilliant because it was like a week after k came out, mm. so they did, they did three nights. Um, I was went to, we went entered Friday. My wife was actually at the Sunday one, which is up on YouTube. They put the whole all the mm. Kid a bits of it up on YouTube at the start of lockdown. They were they were releasing like a live that. show a week. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's from there yeah, yeah. and we,
1: we all everyone on Twitter went to see Radiohead together yeah from their house and it was yeah. really cute actually <laughs> yeah. it was, it was a, a really nice kind of sense of camaraderie I think time. the
0: um, Hail to the Thief show is my favourite one though really yeah
1: I don't know if I watched that one.
0: Uh, oh no it's not it's what I actually went to oh sorry that yeah you went in, to, in okay. the point because um, the Hail to the Thief song sounded really good mm. it's a it's a the album's a little bit too long it's like it's that album's like two songs too long I would yeah. say but um, they sounded amazing mm. And we were like sitting instead of down the stand. See, sometimes this is nicer. I would like to, to say, fully the, take in the light show show stuff I go to, yeah, yeah. I
1: will sit for, I think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Yeah.
1: Okay. Alan, thank go. you so much. That was a absolutely gorgeous chat. Thank and you so much for having me. I know because this is what always happens. That we'll remember something when we stop recording mm-hmm. and then talk about that. But listeners in the meantime, thank you. And uh, I'm Andre Cleary. Alan uh, hosts Juvenalia, which you can find at Juvenalia pod everywhere. Mm -hmm. and he is at Alan underscore Maguire I just know this from listening to your podcast (laughs) so go find him
0: branding works
1: yeah and we'll see you next week Mm -hmm. thanks so much to Alan for the chat and to you for listening you can subscribe to the podcast on all your podcast apps and if you wanted to share with a friend that would make me very happy too this podcast is an original Tall Tales production with thanks to Fergal Curtis for producing and Cassie Delaney for the artwork see you soon